You're listening to the Marriage Project Podcast, episode number six. Welcome back. I'm Alicia Miller, your host, and I'm so excited to bring you today's June featured story with Aaron and Robert Zaglago. Aaron grew up in Orange County, California, and Robert grew up in Ghana, Africa. So you can imagine their backgrounds, how they were raised, were completely different, yet God sought fit to bring these two together. And it's so amazing to me how how big God is, how he has watched Aaron's days from since she was a little girl and Robert since he was a little boy and took them individually on a journey to know him and then brought them together at the age of 36. I love that this month, this is our couple because I have really exciting news to share with you all. The reason it's so perfect is because both Aaron and Robert, well, Robert is from Ghana. Aaron had been called to Ghana to serve God in the mission field, yet now as a married couple, they're being called to Zambia. We'll hear a bit more about their ministry there and some info and where you can find their website at the end of the podcast. But I get to share with you today that the project is headed to Africa in September. So we're going to get to hear live from Africa um, some real couple stories. And it's so amazing how God works I say it all the time, and I won't get into the story now. I'll share it later. But the project's going to Cape Town, South Africa, and I get to interview them. And I cannot wait to hear more from them because all I remember hearing how this couple shared what God was doing in their ministry and their life, and this was some time ago. I can't even imagine all he's done since then, and we get to hear from them. And we get to hear, like I said, straight from Africa. So not only is this project being used with couples across the United States. It's now going across the ocean and we'll get to have fresh content and see things from Africa. And I'm so excited to bring you guys those stories. So that's in the near future. So you can be praying toward that. There's also the possibility of going to Uganda, but I will share that later. So Africa, what is God doing there? We get to hear. So let's tune in now um, to what God has done in and through Aaron and Robert Zaglago. I'm so happy to be with Aaron and Robert today, and I should have asked you guys this before. How do you pronounce your last name? Zaglago. Oh, okay. I'm not even going to try to do it. Say it one more time. Zaglago. 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 Okay. Thank you. Zaglago. Yes. Come with the English background. Zaglago. I don't even ask you guys that. I'm so happy to be with you guys, and I just wanted to share how I met Aaron. I met you once before, and then okay. we had a divine appointment. I felt it was a it divine appointment. It was a appointment. divine appointment. It was at, at a coffee press. shop yeah. at the press, and we met through a mutual friend, and we had a click moment because I've been praying about going to Africa, and we'll learn soon that God called you to Africa. Yes. And then, yeah, we talked about picture taking, and then you handed me the bracelet. Do you remember doing that? Yeah, Yeah. the the bracelet, because you said, oh, I like it. You gave me a bracelet from Africa. Was it from Ghana? (laughs) From Ghana. Yeah, Yeah. so I took that, and it 
God used it as like a tangible piece to hold on to hope for Africa because I've tried to go to Africa a couple different times and that's a whole story. But when you handed me that, I was nice. having a hard time to kind of like hope for it again. It was oh, seeming like it was going to happen. Awesome. But anyway. And I don't have too many moments where it was like, no, give it to her. Yeah. Okay. No. <laughs> and I actually really like the bracelet. Well, I have so. it. You want to... <laughs> no, no. But it was that. It, yes. It was that thing. The, the Lord knew you needed that hope. So yeah, cool. I do. I, I have it on my um, dresser. But anyway, so um, I'm here with Aaron and Robert, and I can't wait for you guys to hear some of their story. And um, I wanted to just ask you guys to talk me about talk to me about your upbringings and how that led you to a relationship with Jesus. Um, just, yeah, walk me through that journey, I guess. So I grew up in a Christian family, and as a child, uh, the uh, community we lived in, or every kid around every Sunday goes to church. Mm. So during, in, in Sunday mornings, we call each other, then we be on the road to church. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know anything about uh, Jesus, but, you know, it's kind of like a, Every Sunday, you have to go. Yeah, Everybody and Chinese. where did you grow up? I grew up in a place in Ghana called Takrade. Oh, okay. And it is it's one of the port cities, and it's it's, it's exciting over there. Yeah. So, what what happened was uh, I didn't know Jesus uh-huh. personally, like okay. in a relationship, but I uh, we I did hear Jesus every Sunday at church because. Mm. What the teachers that taught us yeah. who always tell us about who Jesus was, but I didn't. It was something that always we do every Sunday. Right, it wasn't personal. It wasn't. It wasn't personal relationship. You're just hearing about him. Hearing about Jesus, and sometimes we will be called to say, "Who wants to give their life to Jesus?" And now all of us will just stand up and do it. Get grateful. <laughs> and, <laughs> we do that because you do it. Yeah, you just do it because everyone else is. But everything started becoming more real to me. That is when uh, I was in junior high. Mm. Uh, I got to a point, I was in my room, and I just felt mm. the Holy Spirit so strongly mm. in my room. And I started sobbing, crying, and was asking Jesus, I give my life to you. I want to do your will. Mm. Use me. Just pray that, and at that moment, then I started to just, I felt it very strongly, and I started wanting to know who this Jesus was, who Jesus, who laid his life we've had since childhood. Now things started becoming more meaningful to me. So from there, I, I was really growing in him because I, try to ask a lot of questions. Oh, so Jesus, so he gave his life for me, not for me alone, for my family and friends and everyone. He shed his blood and he paid the price for me. So I began seeing how valuable I was to him if he could just laid his life just for me. And from that moment, it became a a game changer for me. And, And I, I, I worked with an organization, a cell phone company, but as I was working, I wasn't feeling so fulfilled Mm -hmm. because I realized that the kind of desire that I had 
wasn't satisfying. Mm -hmm. So I wanted something that was more long lasting mm -hmm. and uh, forever. Mm -hmm. And so I started asking where I could uh, go to learn something. I felt that the Lord was wanted me. I wanted to be a missionary because I loved it. I worked in uh, an organization called uh, Logos 2. It's mm -hmm. a missionary ship that comes, mm -hmm. sell Bibles and tracts and, and also gospel tapes, books of writers, different writers. I did volunteer and as mm -hmm. I was volunteer, volunteering, I really felt strongly that the Lord wanted me to, to just travel around mm. in my thought. That was how I felt. And so I, after serving in the shape, I started asking where I could go, a missionary school, I could go yeah. learn something and started doing, start doing the work of God. Wow. But uh, I didn't get any answer. And two weeks after that moment, I, my brother came from a place that is Tema, another port city, to tell me that, hey, there is a school right in Tema that they train missionaries. Do you, what do you think? Do you want to go yeah. learn something? Do you want to travel around? Uh -huh. I said, yes. So, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh -huh. I, I ended up doing some inquiries in Tema, and it happened that there was a school that will be starting. The school is, is YWAM, yes. due to the mission. mission. So that's how it came into place, and I did the inquiries, and they were starting their January school, so the discipleship, uh, discipleship training, training school. So okay. I I got into it, fill forms and everything, and so I was part. And it happened that after serving, I was trying to say, God, you want me to be in the ship, one of the. Mercy ships. ships is called mm. the Mercy Ships. Okay. Uh, it goes around. They do evangelism. Oh, it's actually do a hospital on a ship, wow. like a cruise ship. Cruise ships. Oh and they do surgeries. Because um, a lot of people could not afford to pay for surgery. So uh, this organization this, yeah. go do it for free. Wow. And, and the thing with in, in African countries, if a child is born like with a cleft palate or some deformity yeah. it there's the that they're cursed so mm. they're cast out of the village they're cast out of um, their cast disposable yeah, exactly right. so the mercy ships goes oh, into wow. ports and actually gives life wow. back to the child or children or adults Family. and Free families centuries. yeah okay so and anyways wow. So, That's where he thought he was going. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's where you right. thought. <laughs> is that, that is really interesting. So after <laughs> finishing, what, what was next was to go and work in the message ships, travel around and yeah. help do evangelism and yeah. get the word out there. But mm -hmm. the Lord just said to me, hey, now instead of you going, I'd rather bring the people mm. to where you are. So I remained back in the Ghana U to the mission base mm. in Tema. And I was seven mm. for almost 12, 13 years. Wow. Almost 15. 15, almost 15. So, I, <laughs> so in, in between that, that, that was how the whole thing started. Wow. And uh, I became more... I fell in love with the Lord and mm -hmm. wanted to know him day 
-hmm. each day by day wanted to know what God have for me. Mm. I love that. Uh, it's pretty pretty cool. Yeah, um, that really it, is. Him growing up in Ghana, I grew up in Orange County, mm -hmm. California. So, mm -hmm. um, and I was like Robert. I was raised in a Christian home and yeah. went to church yeah. and and had Sunday school teachers and youth group leaders right. and um, was baptized in the Holy Spirit at a very young age or just where I felt his presence right. so strongly. Like yes. And just in, in a very tangible way. Right. However, I grew up with a dad that was abusive and an addict, alcoholic, mm -hmm. unfaithful to my mom. Mm -hmm. And when I would read scripture, it, there was a disconnect of who I was reading about. It was like that head and heart thing. Yeah. And it wasn't probably until my early 20s yeah. or uh, this is the love of God. Mm. And it's a game changer right. for me where it was just like, oh, this is this is awesome. Yeah. This is the freedom that I've been missing my mm. entire life. Yeah. So well, I love what you said that you were putting what you experienced from an earthly father, father onto the heavenly father. Onto the heavenly it, father. It was I couldn't trust him. He right, he yeah. wouldn't come through. He wouldn't always be there. It, right. And it's very common. Right. I, yeah, I've heard that. Like yeah. whatever we experience maybe mm. through that relationship, relationship with, with our your dad. dad. Yeah, mm -hmm. that you kind of carry that in to your relationship with how you view God. Yeah. Uh, very true. It's really true. Well, yeah. sometimes you think that, oh, so that is how God is, right. the way my father is treating me, or yeah. the way he's going, that, that is a God figure. Yeah, Something and, like it's, <laughs> and I was told I was worthless and couldn't do anything right, so there, there was that, I always felt that I had to perform and yes. be perfect at everything, which yeah. I'm a recovering perfectionist because... <laughs> Yeah. Not that I don't want to be perfect, but I just recognize I can't, I can't be. be. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. That's, I love that. Yeah, that's so good to, like, think on. And I love that you shared, Robert, too, that you had that moment when you are in junior high. Because mm -hmm. I work with kids at church that are fifth, sixth grade level. And mm -hmm. I just told them, I'm like, you're not too young to, to have this relationship with Jesus. Because I think sometimes they hear it goes in one ear and out the other because mm -hmm. they think, oh, well, like maybe one day I'll serve him. Right. And I'm like, no, you can. It can start now. It can start it now. It doesn't matter. And I was actually, the, yeah. The age. Yeah. The age, yeah, yeah. I was 12 when I prayed the prayer to receive Jesus, but mm -hmm. it didn't quite translate. But yeah. I think that's important for young kids to yeah. hear. Yeah. To know I that, agree. their age. But, okay, so walk me through how you guys met. <laughs> I always take the lead on that, yeah. that question because, well. And ladies first. <laughs> okay. There we go. Um, I um, have a business background, was a missionary, um, became a missionary. Uh -huh. um, like Robert was like, I needed something more. And went to Vietnam. I was in Southeast Asia, and Vietnam was where I went. Okay. Um, wow. Was planning on being there for three years. I sold everything I mean wow everything I I was in in east side coast Mesa Newport Beach area okay. and everything was I got rid of everything mm. and then um 
Like all your possessions. All yeah, your just, there were a few things I kept. Right. But, you know, most the cars, everything was gone. So, and um, went overseas and my visa got pulled in Vietnam after a year. Oh my gosh. And <laughs> I came back and I had nothing because oh. all the, the funds had been invested into the ministry there and being over there. And what were you doing over there? I, I was a missionary, but I was teaching. Okay. Um, okay. And cause Vietnam is a communist country. So you can't be a missionary. So, right. um, and I was flagged, I guess, which okay. I don't know why, except huh. the Lord. Yeah. Had another place so were you for me to go. English and teaching? I was doing teaching English business. Um, all of that was part of my grad program. I had just turned thirty. I, I, I guess. Wait, I, I've lost track of time. But somewhere, <laughs> something like that. Um, and um, visa got pulled and ended up, and I moved in with my sister and brother-in-law. Okay. Um, here in Marietta. Oh, okay. And. Uh, end up, ended up going to a church yeah. that was recommended by a friend in Orange County uh, and met a couple, Layman and Margaret Bishop, who are the missionary directors at the church. And we were at a beach one afternoon and talking about Vietnam because they had been there in Thailand and um, Cambodia and Laos. We were talking about all these countries. So just to be able to talk to somebody yeah. that had been there yeah. and passion for it was was awesome. Yeah. But I was in a place where I was done. I was fried. I was like, Lord, I don't know what to think right now. Yeah. I heard you. I, I know your voice. I followed and things have kind of gone in the trash, it felt like. Hmm. But um, Layman asked me to pray about going to Ghana. And I was kind of like nodding my head, sure, I will. In my heart, I was like, no way in <laughs> heck will I do that. Like, I don't even have money. Like, How, how long had... Um, pass between you coming home from Vietnam and meeting this couple asking you to oh, go? Oh, like just some months. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it fresh. was very fresh. Mm -hmm. I had that same reaction. I went to Haiti and like I was supposed to go to the Philippines like three uh, months later. I was like, mm-mm. Uh, yeah, that like, was really hard. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit different, but, but I it was sympathize. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was really, um, and I remember like the course of my prayer was something like, yeah, God, you don't want me to go to Ghana, right? Okay, thanks. <laughs> Not even allowing him to talk about it. It was like six days, and the Lord's like, are you going to allow me to speak into this? Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, Lord, if you want me to go, you're going to have to change my heart. And you're going to have to provide because I've got, like, what, 50 bucks. Like, that's <laughs> it. And nothing else. People at the church had been fundraising for, like, 10 months. Yeah. You know, they're, they're like, dialed and ready to go. And the Lord changed my heart. I wow. ended up going, and the Lord provided. I got a check, a refund check from my school. Oh my gosh! I love like that. <laughs> that, that in the mail for the exact amount that was needed for the ticket Stop. the following week. It was like, who gets a refund from me? I was. I called them. I'm like, there's no, you overpaid. I'm like, what? <laughs> I didn't. I I'm looking at. Like, no, you overpaid. Okay. All so right. fell in love with the country, fell in love with the people. It felt like home when I oh, wow. first got there, which it was nothing like here, but right, felt yeah. like home. Um, and we were, we had a building team, medical team, and working with the kids yeah. in a fishing village. And um, we supported Faithful and Mary Biney, who were the directors of the YWAM base. Oh, okay. So Robert served under them and was mentored by them. Got it. But they 
sent him out to be one of our translators. Oh, okay. um, Neither of us were in a place of like, oh, hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> so, 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 you know, I nearly, I was really scared when I was asked to go to the village. Oh, so, yeah. hey, we need, we need help in the village. Can you go and be one of the interpreters? Uh, people that interpret yeah. stuff. And I was How, more When did like you learn scared. English? We, we were colonized by the British. Oh, okay. So, so we speak you, you English, English. School, okay. at school. Got it. Okay. So. So yeah. it was strong, so, so that wasn't your fear. He yeah, like didn't want to do it. To... It wasn't tops on his list. But that's <laughs> where where we met, and it was, uh, I was not in the realm of um, what we thought would happen. Right. They, uh, there was, the Lord had given me a prophetic word for him, mm. which I shared, and he actually took out a book and wrote it down. I was like, Wow. And he had other words that people had given him. And I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Wow. Um, and was it two days later yeah. that Layman, um, who really was the cornerstone of our team okay. and the director at our church and was an elder at our church, had a massive heart attack and died in the village. So it was, um, I was just kind of like, Really, Lord? Like, you bring me yeah. here for that? Like, yeah. I'm here. I'm, I, I was I was having a hard time in here with Jesus, to be honest. Yeah. I was just not really comprehending what. Right. I love this country. I love the people. But now I was holding the head of mm. Layman when they were doing CPR. And I was like, I, I knew in my spirit he was gone, but they still rushed him off to yeah. the hospital. But, um, wow. Yeah. And, and Robert had told me he was the assistant school director of the School of Worship, uh -huh. but I really didn't know what that meant. But yeah. I was like, oh, awesome. Oh. You know, that's exactly what I said. <laughs> so there were two two days later. Um, uh, the next day after next Layman day after passed after away, we had a memorial service at the job site where the school was being built. All the kids, the village came out, and there was this guy started singing, and it was so beautiful, you know, it's on this cliff in the water because we're on the coast. And I look over, I'm like, oh, my goodness, that's Robert. I didn't know he had such a nice voice. He said school of worship, but I didn't know that meant he could sing anyways. Yeah. Um, so that was how we met. Okay. And you noticed him. Noticed him, His but not, not the thought of, like, Oh, oh, that is the same. Oh, I. Hey, <laughs> right. we're we're gonna end up getting married. Right, that wasn't, right. That wasn't. That wasn't, wasn't it. That wasn't it. That, that wasn't the radar. radar. Yeah. And then so, after the memorial service, we went back to uh, the big city, Tima, uh -huh. um, where the YWAM base was based, and Faithful and Mary uh, lived, and we stayed in their house, and we were all grieving, and but. There was a soccer match, a football match. Uh, the U20, the under 20, yeah. was playing Brazil. Uh -huh. Never had won in Ghana in the history of the them playing yeah. against each other. And they actually won that night. And it was so that the entire country was celebrating. Wow. I mean, people dancing, singing on the streets. It was loud. Oh and I it mean, was... it's a really big time celebration when Ghana wins a football match, which is soccer. I know that <laughs> people call it soccer. It's always a big time. And 
with oh. Ghana beating a whole Brazil, Brazil. Wow. which was of. like top. So. so do you feel like that was almost like God's where you felt like you were drowning with this grief and like, right. God, what's going on? Like coming up for air and like, mm, you know, yeah. getting some air back yeah, in the like lungs. That, like hug or yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, when everybody was celebrating, I just decided to go into the room that I was staying with three other girls, uh-huh. um, two high schoolers. And then she was, um, one of the youth pastors uh-huh. and, uh, I was there by myself, so climbed up on the bunk, and I just started praying mm. and spending time with Jesus, and I f- felt like the Lord said to pray for Robert, which I was like, okay. So <laughs> I started praying as the Spirit led yeah. and just asking the Lord for direction, and the Lord said, that's the man you're going to marry. Wow. And I, uh, I laughed. I honestly <laughs> laughed because I always <laughs> laughed at people that had said that to me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> you've heard that. Yeah. You, you know, not, not that I discount it, but I just, I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways. Wow. So then what happened on your end? Like, how did that actually like happen then? So you felt that like, it was Frank it was for Robert. So, yeah. After the prayers, she didn't share it with anybody. I didn't share it with you anybody. You didn't share it with no, anybody. That's right. Are you- <laughs> yeah. I have- In the YWAM, we have people coming and going. You know, we we have a lot of teams mm-hmm. over the years that have been there. A lot of teams have come and right. gone, and we know that it's always we we b- develop a good relationship with people that come. Right. And we at the end of the day, they fly, go back, and we don't even hear of them anymore. Right. So it wasn't something new to me. I yeah. knew it's uh, it's. Just, just come and go stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And, the normal. So it was the normal. The normal. <laughs> we we started a friendship. I, it was just we talked. We and talked. then yeah. we started, started with the Facebook, right? Facebook, email, Facebook. email, okay. email yeah. and email, Skype. Then, and then, then we Skype. started growing into Skype. Skyping and Skyping and Skyping and Skyping and Skyping. His spiritual maturity level was like nobody else I had or dated before in the past or come in just growing up in a, a African country and being mentored under people that right. walked with such faith and believing God for yeah. the miraculous. Yeah. And that, so when I moved back there, not that months, many months later, yeah. um, then yeah. we were seeing each, each see, other, seeing each other and spending yeah. time and like, being present yeah. with one another to grow. Yeah, because that can grow. make such a difference. Being present with one another. Yeah. yeah. So, hey, let me come check how you are doing over there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely... Um, coming back to the U.S. US well, yeah. we originally were going to get married, um, have a wedding here, and then we both wanted to go back and live in Ghana. Ghana. Okay. That was our heart. Okay. Ghana, I, I got denied my visa to come here. Mm. They just watched my face and said, hey, if you go to the United States, you are not coming back. That's and what they that assumed. That was what they assumed. Yeah. So I oh, said, they, they I wasn't they even, that? Mm-hmm. I didn't at that time even have it in my heart to just travel to the United States and stay here. Yeah. But we felt that and it would be good to get to know family. Yeah, for him know, to be able to meet my family yeah. and friends. So, and yeah. um, The Lord really had to work on both of our hearts because we both wanted to stay in Ghana. And it was like... Both of those felt like it was leading us out 
away from Ghana. Mm -hmm. So, um, and the Lord did change our hearts. Yeah. I mean, I know because you said, I think we're supposed to, to, to go. go with this process. So it took us two years, right? It was a year and a half. A year and a half, almost for the, close to two, two years, years so. uh, for the fiancé visa. Okay. Just the paperwork, because that had to be sent from here to oh the gosh. immigration. And then we had photo albums, Shutterfly books that had been made to show that there was actual our relationship. You know, we had to prove in our relationship, really. Yeah. Um, one of my students who, um, she was originally from Ethiopia, but uh -huh. her... She was adopted by her aunt and uncle who worked for the State Department, uh -huh. U.S. State Department, and they lived in Ghana. She was interning in the consular office, and oh. she would have, we had, because no we, we chaperoned the senior prom and banquet in, and in graduation at the American International School. Okay. So they took the photo album and went to her and said, you do you know, know this guy? guy? And <laughs> she was able to tell our whole story oh and how gosh. he had come I in and done so worship much. in the class because I taught English. That's so cool. So they came back and asked you one question Only one and question. then wow. gave him the visa and whatever. So oh, see, was, that's like, oh my God. Exactly. Right. It was divine a divine, 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 yeah, the divine appointment. appointment. Yeah. So, so then you got your visa, and then you guys came here, and then you guys shared that you had no place to live. When you get married, you have that picture of like, okay, you're gonna be growing, and yes. it's gonna be fun. And when we first got, yeah, it was like, where are we gonna sleep? How are we gonna drive? What are we? What are we yeah. gonna do? And I don't have any experience. <laughs> Just came right. from. Oh my gosh, yeah. It was really hard, you know. What was your first reaction? Yeah. Uh, Where did you guys land? What airport? San Diego. San Diego. No, San Diego. But San Diego. We did transit in San Francisco. Yeah, we did so transited in San Francisco. Arriving, and it's like, oh, now I'm here. Whoa. And I, I, the next day, started thinking about, oh, right now, what what can I do? Because all I, I knew was you know, ministry. ministry. Right. Yeah. Uh, just being a missionary and yeah. I don't have any other experience and we, we don't have any money. The Lord used such incredible people to show his love in practical ways. So. And I love that you shared that you guys had different perspectives of it, that yeah. you had more, or you said Robert had a little bit more faith in that area. He, has, he has a gift of faith. I mean, truly a gift of faith where there's what everything can be going yeah. to crap pretty much and he's like god is gonna do this god all, is... all is from the ywm base you know yeah. we lived our life didn't have he never money, got a paycheck you have to trust in god so. for provision and stuff right. and I, I remember one of the big testimony i have been living in the base there that i needed a, a guitar to lead worship and the lord gave me a picture i prayed and oh. Fortunately, somebody, somebody gave him a three thousand dollar three thousand dollar from the states from the states. From the states. So uh, it's all about you know trusting and knowing that God will take care He's of our it. tomorrow. Yeah. Our tomorrow is secured. We'll be taken care of by it's Jesus. It's almost like a disservice in America because we yep. don't get to experience that radical faith because we can get it on our own. Well, that's like what my mentality is. Okay, well. Okay, this is how it needs to happen. This right. is what we have to do to make it happen. Exactly. Where it was like, no, let's go and talk to the Lord. Let him know what we need. Yeah. And then let him tell us what we need to do. That's right. It was a different covering for me if, wow. as far as like, 
oh, okay. And I'm a doer. It was right. like, okay, I'm sitting still, but uh, this huh, is scary. Yeah. You know? Wow. There's one more thing, though. What? Never ask your wife to teach you how to drive. That was another big story. <laughs> that was the biggest fight we ever got. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> was me trying to teach him how to drive. <laughs> We learned after that first time. Oh. Our so, marriage barely lasted at that those first six months because oh of me. But you know, so don't do that. So you know, I come from Ghana and I hated to drive. I you didn't want to drive ever. But here, yeah, everybody drives, and yep. I didn't have any choice. And my mm. wife was the only one around at that time. So I said, hey, "What were we why? driving? Oh, we did. did we, 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 we were driving on the Jefferson. On no, 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 no. But did we have a car at that point? No, we we no, were we were using, using Kara, Kara's car. My oh, someone lent you a car. Yeah, Honda. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> didn't have a car oh, yet. Oh wow! Think, so so yeah. it didn't go very well. It didn't go very well. But so. later, I started coming down always your wife is right you know so <laughs> we say here happy wife yeah happy life happy life i hear that in toast so you guys shared with me the ministry that god has led you to can you guys share that well the, the vision right or the, your vision. what the lord had given us when we were in ghana mm -hmm. was um the orphans to rescue kids, kids. education mm -hmm. training center trade school, trade school. and didn't want an institutional orphanage setting but more of a family home but setting that was our loved. vision yes mm. just and be loved, loved and fill jesus's heart for them and not rejected and, and uh, um, you know at least they can they can a home where they can dream and also know that they have a future that mm. is secure yeah i love that and then you that's still a vision that that was the vision that has led us into the ministry that we're stepping yeah. into, into now, now so. which is the breath of heaven children's yeah. ministries breath of heaven children's ministries and god just has divine appointments divine because appointments. robert had always kept our vision in front of him talking to people about it praying about it me it was in the someday file mm -hmm. i'm like i'm paying the bills i'm trying to make sure everybody gets paid yeah. i was working i need to, I need and to take care of mark like <laughs> you're i never boy. i never we have got, a son yes That's, we have he a was son a miracle right yeah. yeah that was that was <laughs> i was told i was never gonna um Give yeah, have a baby, and yeah. and we got pregnant with twins and miscarried pretty late into the pregnancy. But then, mm -hmm. um, which was devastating. But right. the Lord gave us Mac. My best friend asked if he could be doing anything right now. What would you be doing? Mm -hmm. And I didn't think I could answer her. But then it was like, no, if we could, we would be rescuing kids, caring wow. for the orphans, the widows, and educating. And she's like, okay. To so start praying and dreaming, and so I was finally on the same page with Robert. So it's just oh, it's, it's really interesting and amazing how because I was really into it, sharing, telling people right. what the Lord is laying on my heart mm -hmm. right now. But she wasn't on the same page, you know. But it's interesting how God have to work things and bring all of us to be on the same page. Oh. And you might have to work. Yeah. a little bit longer telling someone the same thing yeah. in a marriage. Yeah, well, and especially a type A stubborn woman, which I am. <laughs> because so. if you look at the whole <laughs> thing, there's a whole lot of factors around, you know, 
I'm not ready to go to travel outside. I'm not yeah. ready. Yet. I want to stay comfortable where we are. You know, you know? Yeah. my thing was really was yes. buying a house, and we were going to buy a house a couple times, and yeah. the doors kept shutting, and it was kind of like that frustration. But I always knew God had a plan. Yes. But then we met with the founders of Breath of Heaven Children's Ministry, and our point of meeting with them was to talk to them about what should we be doing right now hmm. this is the vision god has given us mm -hmm. and he said well um we're actually in a place of transition and why don't we all get together his wife myself robert yeah. and bring mac along and like for our lunch we had all together and they invited us to come to zambia first just to check it out so we went there earlier in the year wow and this and, year yes in january okay. for a month and so is that your first trip back to Africa as a married couple? Mm -hmm. yes. yes. Yeah. And so traveling okay. to Africa as a married couple with a son. Uh, so the three of us went back, fell in love with the village. It's family homes, okay. an orphanage. It's a village with wow. eight homes with kids and the widows take care of the orphans. Wow. Um, about 100 kids. Yeah, 96. Right 96 oh, wow. And then some uh, recent high school graduates from the secondary school that are in transitional homes. So it's almost like your vision is right there. Right there. right there. It was in front of us. In we were just sitting. <laughs> and it had been built. It had been God built. put it in your mind's eye. Yeah, exactly. Right. And that's so, really cool. yeah, that's, that's how we've gotten connected with Breath of Heaven, calling us to get, leave, move to Zambia. Yeah, so July that's their 1st. news. Yeah. That's happening in almost less than a month, right? right. It's July 1st. It yeah. happens so fast. So fast. Wow. Divine appointments, though. I mean, that's yeah, just how God connects. And, you know, and, and the whole thing, uh, the kind of picture I'm seeing is, is like trying to run to catch up with where God is. You know, it's not about you trying to be slow. In our minds, we probably were thinking, oh, maybe that will be like somewhere. Like five years five down there. Yeah. God is saying now, now, go, now. Go. Wow. So, so you're going. So here we guys <laughs> are going. I'll let you guys share at the end where people can find more about that. But I wanted to close in letting you guys share one thing that you would have wanted to either know before stepping into marriage or um i was actually curious robert like the culture that you were raised in how did they view marriage is it similar to american culture in marriage or like how, a husband and wife and yes the more one, modern the modern, younger yeah, okay. generation is more similar however more like uh, like out in the village in the not, in the yeah. village but all the same is... It's more of a patriarch, male-dominated in the marriage. Yeah, I just right? asked because right. I remember in Haiti, like, yeah. marriage wasn't even really, like, something they valued. It was, like, the men came in, they would sleep with the women, and, you know, they left. And these women would have multiple kids, and, like, marriage wasn't something that they... But knew or was sacred in, in, Ga in, in Ghana it's not like that they really view marriage as a sacred as important or, okay yeah. wow. at the church okay yeah, that's so, amazing yeah I went to a few um, how cool awesome <laughs> if you guys could have known something stepping into marriage or if you wanted to say one thing to a couple that might be listening who uh, just uh, like a word to them or something you've learned through marriage about God's heart or for me it's because I look back on my life prior to getting married yeah. um, and I was an older bride 
we mm -hmm. got married when we were 36. Okay. So um, it was... Six, a, six, you guys both were 36? Yeah. So we're in our 40s now, so... Okay. Wow. <laughs> um, it was being content with where I was at because... I went through a season where it was all my friends were getting married, having kids. All my friends' kids are in high school. Yeah. They're graduating, you know, and it was just that being okay with it yeah. and not discounting the desires in our heart, right. but saying, okay, Lord, you have me here and you're going to meet me right where I'm at and allowing him to be your focus, you know, that that's, I think, continues through the marriage because it's not all rose petals when you get married. Right. It's like actually being married has, I, I see the most ugly parts of myself and yeah. it's like, ew, it's your fault. No, it's not. It's who I am. You know, I want to blame Robert and it's not, you know, it's, it's, we've had, had to learn how to communicate and, but it all the foundation has to be Jesus. You know, the foundation has to be him. And when your life is centered on him, you don't have to work to find it. I mean, I, I was just obedient in going to Ghana right. and he intersected our paths, right. you know, like when you're content and yeah. your focus is him, yeah. then, it, you know, life can get challenging, but you can still, yeah. it falls into place. His yeah. Plan every, everything does. Yeah. So, yeah. and there's such joy. So. That speaks to me because I'm 30 mm -hmm. and yeah. I'm like, well, ah. like I said, uh -huh. I was 36 when I got married. So. You know, it's cool, though. 38 like, when I had my son. Yeah, I love that. It's like almost a roller coaster. There's been times where I'm like, you're lonely, and you have these moments mm -hmm. of like, is that ever going to happen for me? And you have to watch friends get married. Uh, right, right, and right, right, and right. I do weddings, so I have to like... You're constantly... It's in front in of my eyes. Right, but right. it's so cool because he has given me that contentness and like joy for other people. And the they fact can celebrate that it he and not be jealous. <laughs> well, the fact that he's using you for this marriage project right. is like a testimony yeah. of just his goodness. Yeah, and like he yeah. can turn that desire. Because I idolized right. marriage at one point. Yeah, I really did. I wanted to be married. And, uh, it's really true. Plus, I know sometimes we we'll feel like like we are getting too late, but in God's calendar, God is never late. Yes. You know, Amen. and. Uh, at the at the right time, he just brings the person who is perfect for you in your life, and yes. uh, at the end of the day, you know, bring somebody that you both will complement each other, mm -hmm. and uh, together will complete each other. Yes. And um, I believe that God loves people to always be united. Mm -hmm. Two people coming together in a holy matrimony, yep. and it's something that. It's God's heart, on God's heart, that people will be married together in Him yeah. and know Him because He He loves family yeah. and the union in that, the unity. Mm -hmm. yes. and so He is never late. He will make sure that whoever is the partner of the other, mm -hmm. no matter what, there, there is nothing like lateness. He will work it out in his in in his own time. He does things beautiful in his own time, and he's going to make it happen. 
He he's a game changer. Yes. <laughs> There will always be <laughs> a, a turning point, no matter what. Yeah. When yes. people might go ahead, it's not a race, you know. Right. Yeah. And and because it's all about God's timing. Yeah. It's not about not mm -hmm. about the timing of the society, timing of the community or right. a nation. Yeah. It goes beyond that. So yeah. no matter what, the timing of God yeah. is not man's timing. Yeah. So when he put everything together, at the end of the day, yeah. you will see him being reflected and it's all demonstrated. Yes, I love mm -hmm. that. That's amazing. Yeah. Is there any other parting words? Yeah, yeah. I think for me is communication like mm. um is listening hearing um i when he was talking and whatever it was just like um because for me i'm like a selfish person i i think yeah. i'm not but i really am I, I, I think, think we are all selfish <laughs> sometimes you know we think about ourselves one things go on our way better than the other let yeah. me be on my side and you know it's yeah like it's, god you tell her that i'm right right now <laughs> right it's like the the thing in having disagreements yeah with him is it feels there's wholeness in it there's no threat of anything it's okay i may explode like the volcano yeah. but then we come back we have and we're able to talk and communicate yeah. um, and practicing healthy communication before you're married mm. is so key in yeah. your friendships and relationships, whatever. Um, so yeah, that came to mind. So I just and uh, also to... the flexibility, you know, mm. <laughs> both, both couples have to always be flexible, you know, yeah. and that is all comes together. It makes everything complete. If, yeah. If I know you are high, then I need to stay yeah. low, right. just be measuring up to that level. Yeah. And I think that there won't be any too much conflict. Conflict will happen, right. but there will always be a way negotiating to and negotiate and yeah. solve whatever problems that arises out of that. I love that. So can you guys share where anyone who wants to find out more about your ministry, the website for it, yeah. and social media. It's uh, Breath of Heaven Children's Ministry. We have an Instagram and Facebook page. Uh, website is, is it be like boy uh -huh. of heaven.org. Oh, okay. Um, and I'll link and, it. Okay. Yeah, and there's all the information about the organization. Um, Awesome. Is on. And what you guys will be doing there? That will be posted June 1st. Okay. Um, so they so, can be on the so lookout, lookout for it. For it. Yes. Yeah. And follow so. your story. And follow. We are going to have a page that our mutual friend is helping good. me create. Oh, so. good. I want to watch now. I want to see so, what God's yeah. going to do there. Maybe you can come over there. <gasps> okay. Come over. I'll come teach photography. <laughs> uh, I'm serious. In the yes. Okay. That would be amazing. <laughs> I so. always wanted to do that. Yeah. I really have. That would be so awesome. Open invitation. Okay. Uh, guys, Zambia next. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at The Marriage Project Co. That's C-O. And sign up for our community newsletter at www.themarriageproject.co. See you next month for July's Testimony Behind the Matrimony. 